Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Littered streets dumped dirty nappies. The results of the Irish Business Against Litter survey released earlier this morning show that Mahan in Cork City is the dirtiest part of Ireland. So we're asking what needs to be done about litter, dumping and fly tipping. Maybe CCTV, should we have more of it in some of the problem areas? Uh, Cork Lord Mayor Deirdre Ford is with us on the line today. Deirdre, I'm sure it's a disappointing result for Mahan, but what's the issue in the area there? Um, Hi, Andrea, and hi to your listeners. Um, Well, I I accept this survey is released and it could be potentially... Uh, negative, but it doesn't reflect the amount of work that goes into cleaning up Cork City in all areas. I mean, our crews are out in the morning, seven days a week from early morning to late in the evening. And I also think that the the eyeball survey, which has delivered its its, uh, results today, that it's a snapshot of a particular uh, selected areas in the city based on two surveys a year. For instance, could I tell you that in 2022, we had a number of anti-littering initiatives, free bulky goods removals, free mattress collections, free hazardous waste collections, and also installing over 50 solar compactor bins in the city centre of approximately 250k cost. Now, all these things are very good. Um, we, we we accept that we don't have them in every area and we do need the public's help. For instance, last week I was at the Douglas Tidy Towns who have a huge programme of litter prevention initiatives and litter collections. And many areas, such as Man, also have tidy town mm. initiatives. So really, it doesn't reflect the work that's going on behind the scenes um, oh no! Also, well, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't doubt, Deirdre, that there's plenty of initiatives and campaigns and volunteer work and the whole lot going on. But I suppose the the, the survey of today shows that Man, it's actually it's at the bottom of the table, seriously littered. They talk about the North Ring Road. The survey found that there was there was no let up at all on the dumping along this road between bags of rubbish, large household items, chairs, electrical appliances. They said it was in a very very poor state. Well, the first thing to say is I, that a number of the areas that are mentioned, for instance, uh, Dunkettle Interchange, the Kinsale Road Roundabout and the N20 Commons Road and Northman Road, you know, they are not in the Cork City Centre. But that's really only a small part of it. Um, sometimes uh, sites are private, privately owned, and it's not the, uh, you know, the, the responsibility of Cork City Council. So we too, we do try and engage with the owners of these sites to get them to clean up. And I also think that it's very unfair on the people of Mahan who come out week in, week mm. out to assist us in cleaning up the area. Um, and it probably does give an unfair negative vibe. There's a lot of good work going on in Mahan. And I think, as I said, it's very unfair that two times in the year when somebody might visit and, and, you know, to reflect an answer like that. There's a lot of good work going on behind the scenes. Oh, no, I'm not taking away, I'm not taken away from that, but I suppose that's the, that's the results of the, the survey, you know, and, and it, it's yeah. hard, hard to argue with them. Um, are you, like, well, yes, and they do a lot of... I, I, I accept that they have a good intention in highlighting areas that need work. But what I'd be saying to you is, 
It doesn't reflect the amount of effort, the amount of money, the amount of engagement with schools, with the Gardaí, okay. with community groups that we do. And a lot of that goes on in Mahan as well. I guess we have a job of work to do. Okay, and as part of that job of work, is is CCTV, are there more cameras needed like in, in order to try and stop that um, dumping that's going, seems to be a big problem along the North Ring Road? Well, CCTV is, is one case in point that we could use. It, it, the question becomes then who's going to monitor it? And, you know, if the Gardaí have to monitor CCTV, I think that that wouldn't be a great thing because the Gardaí are up to their eyeballs in trying to deal with major issues, as you well know, Andrea. Um, We are continually engaging with groups, with businesses, um, you know, with with community groups, with people that want to help. And I, I can assure you, 2023 will be no difference. We will be redoubling yeah, our okay. efforts. Le- le- let me bring in Derek as well. Derek is uh, with us too on the line in Cork City Centre. Derek, like, is the litter that bad in the city centre um, areas? Is it that prevalent? It is, um, it is on a Sunday morning after Saturday night. It's pretty bad, really. Um, there's lots of rubbish around Patrick Street area. Um, it's pretty, it's, it's disgusting to see it. Like what kind of rubbish um, are you talking about? Um, just everything, you know, on a night out on a Saturday night, you have cans, you have cigarettes, you know, cigarette butts everywhere. And um, yeah, it's just messy. And the bins are overflowing. Um, and, you know, it's just like, it's deserted in Patrick Street okay. in the area there. So it's it's not good. And you think that you think Sunday mornings are the uh, the the worst of the days for this? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. I mean, overall, like, you know, it's just because we're talking about Mahan in particular and, and, and other yeah. parts of Cork and um, other black spots identified. I think Kennedy Key, Carmelite Place. I mentioned the North Ring Road, the Western Western Road as well. Like, how, I mean, what do you think should be there then to, to try and curb this level I, of I, dumping and rubbish? In certain areas, you know, I lived in Prague for a while and they have people, they have the council like every morning cleaning up the area and I always think that maybe it's the city council should kind of maybe in the morning just clean up the area every day just make sure or even just in the weekend because the weekend is the worst but um, yeah so but I find that um, foreign cities European cities are more they're more attentive compared to um, Irish cities and okay. especially in Cork. Just so we don't take it you seriously know. enough then. No, uh, Deirdre, no. you're, like, you're the Lord Mayor of Cork. Are council um, litter wardens, are they, are they out on a Sunday morning? I can assure you they're, they're out seven days a week and they're out very early in all weathers. Um, could I tell you that we have a huge drive to try and engage with all the different areas, but we cannot do it on our own. We do need to, you know, the public realm is very important to businesses as well as citizens in terms of environment, but we cannot solve the problem on our own. Tackling the issue must be done um, in conjunction and partnership with all groups and stakeholders. We've come a long way, Andrea. There's no doubt about it. Years ago, we'd see people just tossing 
ask a photo of their cards, they drive along. I eat cigarette butts are an awful mm. nuisance. But also, you know, businesses do tidy up within 100 yards or metres of their, their shop buildings. And I think that when Dara mentioned, you know, the littering after the closure of the, the pubs and the clubs and the chippers, you know, that there is such a thing as personal responsibility. Oh, absolutely. I mean, in the schools, yeah, in the schools at the moment, we have litter-picking heroes. And they are beginning. I was in Bowman School recently, and the children do. Yeah. I know, but the, the reality area. is, though, when you listen to Derek talking there, like the bins are, are, are overflowing. I mean, you'd have to question whether there might be a need for more of them uh, to be there along maybe Patrick Street as well. Uh, let me bring in Vernine Hennessy. Uh, Vernine is from the NACE Tidy Towns group there. Because, Vernine, you have managed to, or you guys have managed to retain the title as the cleanest town in the country. So, what are you doing right? Well, we have a good relationship with um, KCC, our council, and they um, roster a different team on a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning. And they empty the bins in the town. So it looks reasonably good. And then our volunteers continue during the day to clean up, you know, the, the rest. But the emptying of the bins, they do on a Saturday morning and a Sunday morning. And that kind of covers the weekend. The rest of the week then, they empty the bins Monday, Wednesday and Friday for the rest of the, the town because Nace is huge, 35,000 people living here. And um, then we, um, our volunteers uh, take, they adopt certain areas. Um, if we see anything like mattresses or uh, dumping, it's photographed and sent to the council immediately. When the litter warden either gets to collect that rubbish and analyse it and see if there's evidence that they go back to the person and find them, or the council lads going around in the van collect up mm. all of what they find and they bring it back to the depot. But it's dealt with. So it never gets so bad. That there's we're, we're on top of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're absolutely. On top of it all okay. Of the time. So yeah, it's all about that, that, that relationship. I've been asking yes. people today to get in touch just to give me a sense of what it's like in your area in terms of litter and dumping and, and fly tipping. Um, this text just says cigarette buds, buds are an absolute plague. Baffles me that people just happily throw these in the ground. People that normally wouldn't dare litter. How do they think um, that it's okay to just throw the cigarette butt onto the ground? This listener says that Lone Town Centre already has CCTV, but when the pubs close, the drinkers throw their fast food litter everywhere. It's horrendous. People, uh, just because people are drinking, they feel they can do whatever they want. There seems to be no Garda out enforcing the rules. No litter wardens working at 3am. The councils are left to foot the clean-up bill. So ultimately the taxpayer paying for this every single year. Brian is with us on the line in Dunleary. Brian, do you think, is there enough being done there? to deal with litter? Um, yeah, good afternoon. I think there has been significant progress. Like when people hear criticism of the council, certainly in the case of Dunleary, since COVID, our county council, with whom we work very closely, they've increased their cleansing activities. The town is cleaned seven days a week, twice per day, and many additional bins have been deployed. But we do have a problem of litter. Um, first of all, Dunleary has thousands of shoppers and visitors. We have many coffee shops, fast food outlets, off-licenses, supermarkets selling mm. alcohol to take away. Um, there's a lot of drinking, partying, littering in public places. Um, previous people mentioned cigarette butts. They are an enormous problem. They're not mentioned in this current IBO survey. But one of the other problems we have is that we get quite an amount of 
fly tipping, illegal dumping of household waste okay. in the laneways. And that's obviously partly being done by residents of the area. Like people sometimes say that litter is caused by visitors. Litter is caused by everybody, residents and visitors. Mm. Um, we have specific problems like, for example, overflowing commercial wheelie bins. They attract extra weights. Then they can be scavenged by birds, etc. And there certainly is a lack of enforcement for some of the litter bylaws. But I think that the picture is positive. For example, Dunleary is not surveyed in the latest five-hour survey, but it was found to be fifth and sixth and cleaner than numerous, cleaner than European norms in the 2020 and 2021 mm. survey. Um, the issue, I think, is when one previous contributor spoke about other European cities, it may be true, I wouldn't think it's the case in the case of Dunleary that the council, that European cities are devoting actually more effort to litter cleansing I think we have an Irish problem that we don't take collective and individual responsibility as a group of citizens. Yeah, I know. And that can apply either to local businesses, to residents, to visitors. For example, shops are obliged to clean up outside their own shops and in the vicinity of their shops, particularly fast food outlets. Some of them do, some of them don't. When people who eat in the fast food restaurants or eat outside, the message is, take it home. It's not difficult to take it home. No, it's not. And you're absolutely right about that. I mean, like, people can go on and give out and complain about the lack of bins and all this sort of stuff. But, like, ultimately, people should just be taking the rubbish with them rather than throwing it on the ground or leaving it at the, the side of the bin. Uh, Gabrielle is with us on the line as well. Gabrielle, you are in Cork. Like, do you think, is the criticism of the, the, the dirt there at the moment and people talking about the litter, is it warranted? Um, I would say so, yes. It's, okay. Uh, I think people, um, not everyone, there's a lot of people who take a lot of pride in their area, in their where they're living, the city they live in. But unfortunately, there are a group of people who think that it is okay for someone else to tidy up after them. But I think that is probably true everywhere in, around the world. Um you got oh, yeah. To, yeah, you got in touch about this. I mean, do you think it's a, a case of do we need more CCTV or what's the solution to it? Um, I'm not sure about CCTV cameras at all, but um, and I, I really don't know what the, the solution would be other than trying to educate our young ones, more maybe to okay. be more cognizant of, of their patch. Yeah. I mean, a lot of talk there and, 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 and uh, the last caller mentioned it as well about other European countries, but I think that was a point that you wanted to highlight. I mean, the way that other countries have managed to deal with rubbish. Yeah, this would probably be more for uh, what your talker there said about people dumping bags of rubbish. Um, my parents live in Sweden and they have a very clever system in the area where they live, where there is a, oh, for the better word, a municipal centre. Mm. Um, and it is manned by the council. And you are allowed to bring all your rubbish there. Um, now, most of it is recycling because your bins are collected from your home. Um, and this 
particular town, they they also have um, food bags where you put all your food refuse and it's brought to be recycled and they make biofuel from food waste. Okay, so maybe we could look at other, maybe alternatives like that. um, But the, the municipal park that they have is, I think a very, very good initiative yeah. because okay. it doesn't cost anything. So here in Ireland, we have to pay two euros, certainly in Cork anyway, you pay two euros for the privilege of driving into the municipal park. Um, and then you're charged for whatever refuge or recycling or whatever it is that you're bringing to the centre. And this can become quite expensive for a lot of people. Mm, okay, so you think maybe that might be a way to, to try and deal with that. Let me bring in Linda as well, uh, Gabrielle. Linda's also in Cork today. Uh, Linda, you've been listening to the discussion around Cork. Why did you get in touch yes. about it? Um, in fact, I was going to even ring my own council today about the rubbish on Skihard Road because they've spent millions developing the whole area and, you know, lovely new roads, footpaths, bus stops. But the rubbish is incredible because there are no bins near the bus stop, as I was saying earlier. Um, Mm. There's a lot of businesses and people coming after work, going to the bus stops, they're obviously eating, drinking, and there's nowhere to leave your rubbish. So other than on the ground, um, they're not taking it away with them. So they're firing it over walls into parks. And I just think it's incredible to spend that much money and not have rubbish bins. That's a fair point, Deirdre Ford, isn't it? Well, the first thing is our the policy is the polluter pays principle. And we must train people. If they have litter or rubbish like that, they take it home and dispose of it themselves. We yeah, have to remember as well. I, I, I understand, but we're also working with the younger people trying to educate them. And they, in turn, will assist in terms of the older people paying attention. Like we're tackling it from a number of levels in relation to CCTV. That can be good, but you must get the reg of the car, unfortunately. You cannot get a persecution unless you have a reg or an address. And the third thing I'd like to say, in particularly in relation to men, which, as I say, seems to be, you know, unfairly um, mentioned. Well, I, I have to be honest business. with you, Deirdre. I don't know how unfair it is because I have any amount of texts coming in from people here all talking about the situation in Cork. And even well, Linda there, yeah, she's talking about a, a simple thing like bins. No, I'm not trying to evade the reality at all, Andrea. But, for instance, in the Ringmahan area last year, with the Department Court City Council, carried out a huge number of anti-littering initiatives uh, to the cost of 50k, a major clean-up of the area. Now, the issue is that people are littering and they're not being, you know, treated or fined appropriately because it's very difficult to catch them. So, therefore, we have to redouble our efforts supporting Tidy Towns initiative, supporting the schools, educating people. People have got to realise that for every euro we spend in clean-ups and in bins and things Mm. like that, even if they're compact, 
that's money raised from... Sure, I know, but that's, I, I still think, I mean, if you're talking about spending 50,000 euro in an initiative, you'd imagine that if it's a residential area, there could be a couple of bins put in too um, for the catchment or the location there that Linda's talking about, talking about it, making it sort of a, a public area too for people to, to try and enjoy. Uh, this listener says, I do admit I throw my cigarette butts out the window as I can't store them in my car due to other family members with children regularly using the car. So I would never allow a smell to linger in my car, says this texter. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.